for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Kylie Trout. How's it going today, Kylie? Hi, it's going good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's Monday. Had a good day at work, and now I'm really excited to sit down and chat with you and uh, get to know more about you and your music and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, um, there you go. So, um, first off, I want to thank you for giving us the time to sit down and chat. Um, and so usually what we do on the podcast here is we kind of first we jump into everything like what got you into music and stuff so I'm going to ask you the first very basic question what got you into music um so I lived with my grandparents until I was eight so they were the ones who first really introduced me to country music um and I've just loved it ever since I was little um and I my whole family was like into sports and I was like, I don't run, like I'm not doing sports. So um, music was always kind of like my outlet. And it also um, helped me get through a lot when I was little because um, my biological mom, she left when I was four, she was abusive. Um, so that was really hard for me growing up. So from a very young age, I just learned to, you know, um, relate to lyrics and songs. Um, and it was just kind of like my saving grace and what I always knew that I wanted to do. Awesome, awesome. Who are some of your, um influences musically that you were listening to as a young kid i listened to a lot of martina mcbride toby keith was like oh my favorite um and like george Strait, all the all the good yeah, everybody knows them all the good yeah. ones <laughs> absolutely absolutely and then um as far as your musical journey um who would you say was your biggest inspiration to push you into music or, or that like as far as like maybe a musician or somebody personally who is that inspiration for you I would say like my idol has always been Carrie Underwood um she's amazing and also I feel like the biggest like inspiration to me is just like my family <laughs> like you know my dad's done so much for me in my life so my goal is to always just try to make him make him proud because he's a reason why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, I would say, you know, family and Carrie Underwood. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And so being that you're so young, cause you're still in high school, correct? Yeah. I'm in my senior year this year. What's kind of going through your head right now, being in your senior year with the whole COVID pandemic and you got your music career going, like, are it, what's kind of going through your head right now? Like, as at, during a time where a lot of kids are worrying about where they're going to go to college or where they're going to do after high school, you're worrying about your music career and where, like, what takes precedent over that. Right. So, um, you know, it's always been, you know, school comes first, um, very close with music. Um, but I've been a good student. I've gotten trays every year. So, like, school doesn't really 
worry me that much. It's just kind of like a thing that I have to do. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, music, I'm in Southern California. So my goal is to get out to Nashville as soon as I can. Um, But there's a lot that I, you know, I still have to do so much as a student, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird right now. It's given yeah. me a lot of time in some ways because I don't actually go to school anymore. It's all yeah. online for us now. So it's given me a lot more time to, you know, sit back and, you know, focus on music. But at the same time, it's been kind of hard because, like I said, like, I don't really leave my house yeah. um, anymore. And, like, it's been kind of hard to find that inspiration mm-hmm. um, to write and everything. But I have been writing a lot. So I don't know. It's just about balancing everything keeping yourself in check yeah yeah gotcha gotcha and so is there any talk like with the whole covid uh pandemic in uh southern california is there any chance you might actually get to go back to school or nope not more (laughs) they they officially ruled it out yeah yeah there was a the elementary schools were supposed to go back on like november 30th but Mm -hmm. Uh, that's not gonna happen yeah so um yeah I don't know it sucks but whatever it's my last year so it's like I'm I'm over it I'm done and you'll probably more more likely than not be up into uh um Nashville afterwards so yeah I I completely get that um what is it about Nashville that kind of a well I mean that's kind of an obvious answer but what is it about Nashville you know it's just it's the heart of country music and it's it's everybody everybody that I a lot of people that I work with um write with um produce music with everybody's out there so it's like I would just love to be in the center of it all you know being surrounded by it all the time because you know my whole family they're not musically inclined Mm -hmm. or anything so I'm kind of like the only one here um who's like into that even though they're extremely supportive and everything but um it's different when you're around those musicians you're around the same people who like enjoy your craft as much as you do um it's just it's special you know absolutely have you uh had a chance to go to nashville oh yeah yeah i've been a lot yeah okay so you're you're kind of prepared for what nashville is like not saying it's i already call it like my second home like i'm ready to just leave here (laughs) i'm done (laughs) now are you uh born and raised in uh riverside in southern california born and raised um i've moved around a little bit but always in southern california yeah okay cool and so like that change of scenery is going to be nice when you finally oh yes seasons seasons are going to be really nice you know what though (laughs) snow is very overrated I I, I can't agree with that. I do agree. I've only been in the snow like once and it was not my favorite thing in the world. Um, But I've decided to, you know, kind of ignore that. Just kind of look past that. Well, and actually Nashville is really not that bad with the snow. It's just Mm -hmm. ice. You got to watch out for the ice, especially being like in that mountainous area. The ice will be treacherous. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is though. Get used to it. Yeah. Um, so you just released a new single today. Yes, today. Today's the 16th. I have to double check my dates anymore because I've lost all track of time. <laughs> um, so you just released a new single today, uh, Extra. Uh, what's kind of the uh, story behind that song? I actually released it last month on the 16th. I know I'm getting all my days 
what should go to oh but so it was it october was, dang it okay october okay. you're close though you got the day right <laughs> but um, no, you're right it does say october i can't read <laughs> you're good um the inspiration behind this song um it's about a personal experience with like an ex-boyfriend um who i just like he's just kind of crazy and like if i could describe him in one word it would just be extra um because you know right when we broke up it was kind of one of those things where it's like you get into it knowing that it's probably not the best thing for you but you're just like whatever um and then like when we broke up it's like uh he got a new girl oh she looks just like me how funny um and like just going out of his way to like get my attention you know what i mean um so that's what this song was about um, and I just really hoped that people would, you know, relate with it and relate it back to their, you know, crazy exes because we all have something like that. Yeah. Um, and I hope it, like, some lines are kind of meant to be a little, a little bit of a dig. Um, so I hope it makes people laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now that you, now that I realize that it says October sixteenth, it makes a lot, a lot of other things make more sense because I noticed that you. <laughs> released the uh lyric video like two weeks ago and i was like before i released the song yeah i was just like yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting choice and then now that you say that i go back and look and i'm like yep i'm just an idiot that's, that's it, I'm it. So, um what was it about extra that you felt like it, this is the perfect time to release it yeah i just felt like it had a good groove and you know we're all kind of doing the same thing every day like whether you're sitting in quarantine or you're just going to work, coming home. Um, so I feel like it's just kind of one of those, like, good vibe songs that everybody needs to listen to and, you know, take those three minutes of chill and, you know, laugh a little bit, smile a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I thought it might be a good time for people to just take a step back. Nice, nice. And I noticed that this is, like, uh, the third single that you've released this year. Um, yeah. is that kind of where you see your career going for the foreseeable future is just kind of like doing singles or do you have aspirations of doing an EP an LP? Yeah. So first, you know, just to build fan base and everything, get it going. I've been releasing singles for a while, but now, um, I'm actually in the works of creating an EP that I hope to release early next year. Um, I actually have to get back out to Nashville soon to finish it. Mm. So I'm super excited because, you know, I grew up still listening to full albums um, and, you know, waiting to listen to every single song on it, not just like one single, you know, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of the way that music's going right now um, yeah. with the singles and the digital streaming and everything. So I still like, I hope to create a full album um, in the near future, but right now um, I'm just stoked on getting this EP out, um, changing things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, you brought up an interesting point is it's like the whole concept and the idea of releasing just singles is still so new that I think there are still like even musicians that are really just starting to come up, like maybe this year they release their first single or whatever. It's mm -hmm. still their goal, like a pipe dream or a goal to release an album just because they remember those days going to... Right whatever store or whatever record store and buying a hard copy album mm -hmm. and so that just like that dream of having that physical copy is still there yeah i still remember like going to walmart and getting like those first taylor swift cds i loved her 
when I was growing up, she was like, I wanted to be her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like even now, like, I feel like once you get to a certain point in your career where you know that you have a set fan base, a mm-hmm. strong fan base, yeah. like look at Morgan Wallen, like he's dropping a double EP or yeah. a double album. I mean, yeah. and oh, everybody's going crazy over it, you know? Yeah. So it's still alive. Um, and I hope it stays that way. Yeah, it will. And like, I like right now, even with like the resurgence of vinyl, like people pressing vinyl and all that stuff, it's really reinforcing the theory or the idea of writing an album as an album with the intent of listening from track one to track 12, or, you know, like track one to track 12, whatever it is. Story. Yeah. And just telling a complete story. Mm hmm. There's a lot of uh, the more pop genres, I guess is what we'll right. call it, where they're just playing off the singles, which is fine. Like there's right. several, several different ways to get through the industry and make your name. But, oh, for sure. you know, I, I'm still kind of a fan of the give me the vinyl and I'll go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I've been for the past two or three days listening to Chris Stapleton's latest album. Um, and I heard it for the first time. I was sat down. And I was like, wait, why haven't I listened to this yet? Um, and for the past like two, three days, I've, that's all I've been playing. Like there's not one bad song on there. He wrote a song about his dog. It's called like Maggie's song or something. Mm-hmm. His dog that passed away. And I was like sobbing. I was like, oh, this is so good. Um, and that's, uh, that's like real, real country, real stories. It just yeah. makes me, makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like the fact that now that the vinyl is like starting to become more affordable that just anybody can print it. It's like, okay, yeah. now when I go out to shows, it's like, I'm going to pay the 25 or the $30 for the vinyl versus, mm-hmm. yeah, like 10 bucks for a CD, but vinyl i get like a piece of art that's what this exactly vinyl is. there's something special about vinyls i don't know i don't know what it is but and now that they're starting to like really experiment with what you can do with vinyl like as far as like the color and like even the yeah. album itself could be its own piece of artwork there's this band that i followed out in uh, nashville they're release they're releasing vinyl i'm not sure like where in the uh their discography it is but the entire vinyl is tie-dye like you put the record on and it's spinning tie-dye oh that's cool so you know just the fact that people are kind of experimenting with that is yeah for sure really fun so mm-hmm. um so you just really you released extra a month ago or today depending on who you believe <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can't believe I did that. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so you did a lyric video for it. Um, yes. It's not your first video. You did a music video for You and I, which was your first single this year. Yes. Cool. Um, what do you like? Do you do? Um, do you have a, aspirations of doing like an official music video for Extra, or are you just kind of sticking with the lyric videos for now? Yeah. So um, I my very first like official music video I ever did was for you and I mm-hmm. um, and we actually did film a music video for extra um that'll be released very soon and it's it's funny because nobody quite knows yet but the lyric video is actually the summed up version of the music video I love it when so, artists do that 
I, yeah. I'll, we'll so get to that here be, in a second. Okay. Continue. It'll, oh, sorry. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be cool to, you know, see the full thing. Um, cause the music video is just a regular music video, you know, but, um, then once you watch back the lyric video, like, Oh, like yeah. I get it now. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Nice. Yeah. There's a, there was a band I was following for a bit. Uh, their lyric video, like they had this in the, they released a music video or they released a lyric video and then a music video. The, mm -hmm. and the music video, it had this like one connective shot that just kind of like connected everything. And yeah. their lyric video was that one shot in its entirety with like all the lyrics and stuff. So it was like uh -huh. a homage to a music video that hadn't been released yet. It was, right. really, it was like really cool. Um, That's cool. So I love it when musicians do that, like they tease mm -hmm. their music video with a lyric video and then just kind of see who catches it, who doesn't. Yeah, it's my first time doing that. So uh, the my videographer, he did amazing. Like I'm so, so happy with everything. So yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then, uh, so the music video, was that a hundred percent a pandemic thing done under pandemic or did you, were you lucky enough to kind of have everything uh, recorded before the pandemic came in? So we recorded it during a time where everything was kind of starting oh, to get lifted. Yeah. So it was technically during, but it wasn't at like the peak. Does yeah, that make right. sense? june july somewhere in there where things yeah. we, we were gonna go back to normal for a bit and then no, yep. didn't happen got it yep so glad we got it done while we could <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um so the idea for the music video is it how much creative input did you have on it um i basically i i basically directed it okay. i guess so I the, mean, the entire concept and everything was your idea and yeah. your camera guy kind of, okay, this is what I want, this, this, and this, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I usually, I'll come up with, you know, a storyboard mm -hmm. um, of everything that I want in it, um, things that, places I think we should go, things I think we should do and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, my videographer, he puts his input in, um, my manager puts her input in, um, and then it all comes together the day of and I feel like I feel like with everything it's kind of like you have a set idea but then once you're in the moment you kind of switch things up a little bit you know yeah. you're like oh wait but we didn't think about this um so yeah it's like a teamwork thing gotcha awesome awesome and yeah. um so like for the recording of extra that was done before the pandemic right you went out to Nashville yeah. and recorded that um how where where are you kind of at creatively right now are you always writing or like i mean you're getting ready to go back into the studio to record more but do you already know like you already have the songs written for that upcoming recording session or do you like where are you kind of at creatively right now yeah so right now i have a couple songs written and everything just ready to go record um and i'm still in the works of picking the very last song that I want to be on it still writing I still have some rights coming up I actually have a right tonight um but yeah right now it's just kind of putting all the puzzle pieces together yeah and awesome awesome and you'll go out to Nashville are you hoping this year or are you going to kind of wait and see what the pandemic does yeah I'm hoping to get out like like early December okay ish 
That's that'll be a really cool time to go to Nashville. Like I've ne- I've only been in Nashville in January. So oh. it's yeah, so it's just kind of like it's cold and like no yeah. Christmas feel in Nashville. So right. yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I've never even been in Nashville in December. Oh my gosh, good point. Yeah, I'm it'll, excited. It'll be really like it's always <laughs> like one of the things I wanted to do this year was to go to New Orleans during Christmas, mm-hmm. like just you know, go to some of these new places during the season because I've only I'm in Central Texas and I've only mm-hmm. lived here for about a year or so. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm in easy driving distance of all these new places. It's like, hey, yeah. check it out, you know? Right. What do I have to lose? Um, <laughs> so pandemic, bad time of year, you know, it's you're in the middle of your senior year. What do you kind of do when you're not playing music to escape? What, what What's kind of your hobbies or your like, I'm going to go take some me time and just kind of walk away. What's your thing? What do you do? Oh my gosh. This is like always the hardest question for me. And I feel so lame. I literally do nothing. Okay. Like seriously, when I say I do nothing, like I do nothing. Um, like when I'm not, well, I take that back. No, I don't take that back. I still do nothing. Um, when I'm not doing music, I still like, I'm always like constantly listening to music. Mm -hmm. So that, and okay, this is going to sound kind of funny. So over quarantine, my sister turned 16 Mm -hmm. and like, she couldn't have her sweet 16 or anything because it was in April. So, um, (laughs) she, she got a bunny for some reason, like she got a bunny and that was her gift. So, and I was like, at first I was like, that's kind of weird. Like a bunny, like they don't do anything, but we got one. And, oh my God. Like, I love that rabbit. Like seriously, like they're so funny. Um, I probably sound like a weirdo right now, <laughs> but no, like to hang out with the bunny and my sister, that's literally all I do. Or like sometimes I'll just like go drive around and listen to music um but yeah that's literally like all i do (laughs) even doing nothing is doing something because you're just kind of there with yourself and in that's very true and that's very important i feel like to do yeah like especially with all the social media and everything else and like uh, it's when it comes to music and social media it's all attention 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 yes you know attention judgment ted you know all this stuff and it just really i can only like I get like maybe a tenth of the criticism that any normal musician gets, and it's just like, yo, this drives me insane. I can only imagine right? what it does. To- it's like you can't let it get to you, but honestly, like social media has become so extremely toxic. Yeah. Like if I didn't have to do social media, like I wouldn't. And I feel like TikTok is the worst. People are so rude on t- it's like insane like you look at comments it's insane yeah, yeah. and uh, i get it. it you know it's one of those luckily for me my fa- our facebook group isn't toxic well i shouldn't say isn't toxic at all but like just like it's very minimal and we, we're kind of at that yeah. balance where it hasn't flipped yet right that's good there's there's always going to be some people who can't please everybody yeah yeah but then you go on twitter and it's like oh twitter too twitter oh my please i feel like it's a right now i feel like i don't know who's worse twitter or tiktok yeah do you you, uh go on tiktok are you a big tiktok user or 
Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I post just about every day, okay. but I try not to get too deep into TikTok. Yeah. You know? I will say there are some funny videos on TikTok. Like, oh, TikTok's need, hilarious. If I need to get a good laugh, I'll just jump on TikTok and like within the first five to 10 swipes, I'll be laughing hysterically. That's very um, true. You yeah. can't look at any comments. So you just got to keep scrolling, looking at videos. That's yep. it. Yep. I, I don't consume people. I just consume the content. Don't, I don't exactly. They, you know, so. Um, no, that's awesome. Um, so during the pandemic, have you been doing any of like the virtual shows or have you been doing pretty essentially no shows the entire time? Yeah, I've been doing some virtual shows. I feel like I've been, I did a lot more like earlier in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably do more, but I actually had my first live show, oh, nice. like in-person yeah. show um, on Halloween, actually. How'd that um, go? So that was- it went really it was good it felt so good to get back out with my band um and just you know do what we do yeah but yeah it's been so weird i feel like every time okay every time i talk to people now because i was so like i feel like i was cut off from the world for so long um and so now like every time i talk to people i just like talk 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 like i could talk all day Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know it's weird i feel like it's i don't know i have no words (laughs) Have you thought, or is busking like good or good to go in uh, Southern California, or is that kind of like frowned upon right now? Is what busking like going out and doing like street playing on the street and what have you? Oh, um, honestly, I'm not sure. Okay, because I know it's very hit or miss in a lot of areas, but there's a lot of musicians that have been going out and playing like on the street corner or whatever. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty popular like um, at like the beach. Okay. Or like in Hollywood. Um, but yeah, I'm not Hollywood really, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really in either of those places though, so gotcha. um, I'm not sure. Gotcha. Uh, when the when you do have like a full schedule of shows, how often are you usually out playing shows? Like before the pandemic? Yeah, before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, it was like all the time. Like I would leave school um, and I would like change in the car and head to a gig or Mm -hmm. like every weekend, Friday nights, you know, the occasional like Wednesday, Thursday, Mm -hmm. it was all the time. So that transition from like, doing shows all the time always go 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 to absolutely nothing just stay at home yeah it was i felt like i was going insane like it i'm sure a lot of people felt like that oh yeah you know you go from three to five shows a week to nothing it's like nothing at all (laughs) it's a complete mind shift you know and then i've also seen some musicians that went from like one to two shows a week and they kicked it into high gear during the pandemic, during virtual shows. And at one point I saw a musician do six shows over three days or something. And it's like, burn yourself out. Like, yeah, I feel like, you know, the live shows are really cool because it's, it's something, Mm -hmm. you know, and you still kind of get to talk to people, but at the same time, like it, it's not the same. No, you know? it, it really isn't. It, because it's like, if you're not with other people, like if you're just by yourself, because that's what I was doing for a while for the like live shows. 
um, it's like you're just singing to yourself. Yeah. You know, you're singing to your phone. It's yeah. kind of weird, but do what you got to do. It, yeah, it really is. You know, because the one thing that I always noticed, like when, especially when the pandemic was first going on and mm-hmm. uh, virtual shows were starting to pop up was musicians couldn't figure out how to transition out of their first song. Like, so they, they intro themselves nice and then they get into the first song, but there, nothing prepares you for that moment when you're f- finishing your first song and there's no response. And there's absolutely no response. I totally get that. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, you almost have to go back to the time when you were playing those empty coffee shop shows. But even then... Even then, there's always one person who's like claps or whatever, and you're like, yeah. "Hey, thank like, you." Like, we work behind the bar or whatever, you know. It's yeah. Just, there's always at least that one person, and mm-hmm. like, nothing prepares you for that moment when nothing happens. It's that awkward silence, and you have to start talking about the next song like right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so, what do your friends uh, at school think about your musical career? Uh, um, they think it's cool because, I mean, we don't really have anybody else doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know anybody else that sings, to be honest, um, around me or going to my school. So they think it's cool. You know, like back when we could have shows, um, I'd get, you know, a bunch of my friends. We would all pile in my dad's truck and go to a show. Um, so I miss I miss that. I miss having, like, you know, release parties were always so mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um and all my friends would come and um uh, yeah it's cool they love it they think it's cool and I have a lot of it's funny because I have a lot of friends that do listen to country but then I feel like I have even more friends that don't listen to country so they're like man like I hate country but like I'll listen to you like you got me to like country and like anytime I would hang out with anybody like everybody always knew like we're listening to country um so I feel like I kind of spread the country country genre around here so that's cool (laughs) yeah that's always really that's you know when your friends are that supportive that they'll listen to like a genre that they don't enjoy or literally yeah yeah. that's so when you guys are out like on a friday night or whatever will you have people like if you go to like a house party or something we have people try and put your music on oh my god they tried to do that like in class too and i would walk out the door i'm like i can't listen to this i cannot listen to myself oh it's terrible i can't well because they like especially if they're trying to do it in class or something the teacher maybe thinks that it's you trying to promote yourself and it's just exactly well no i had this one teacher and i love her like we're very close um she's my chemistry teacher I remember we were like taking a test and everybody was like, oh, I'll play Kylie's song. She just released a song. And I was like, don't do that. Like I gave her that look that we both had. We we're like, don't do that. Yeah. And then she was like, no, I won't do it. And then it was like all silent in class. Then she starts playing it. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I couldn't say anything. So we we're taking a test. Yeah. So, but yeah, whatever. That's, <laughs> <Free> very, <laughs> that's Okay. So I'm going to ask a serious question. Are you taking chemistry right now, senior year? How does that work during a pandemic? No, I, I'm okay. not taking chemistry. Okay. No, I'm not was, doing science or math. I finished those. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. I was like, how does chemistry work right now? Like, I'm very curious right now. Yeah, I don't know. Probably a lot of YouTube videos, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Like, illustrations. I, I had to ask. It was... <laughs> uh, but, um, so... 
I want to be respectful of your time while you, as you get ready for your uh, co-write. Was that a new, th- or was that something that you picked up going into Nashville? Because that that's a very Nashville thing. Are the uh, co-writes, or is that something that you've kind of always done? Um, I mean, I've kind of always done it, and it's funny too because when COVID hit, you know, we couldn't do the in-person ride, so it was all over Facetime or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I had done that before, so that was kind of normal to me. Gotcha. Oh, the fa- doing it over FaceTime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it. you know, it's one of those things where I've talked to a lot of musicians that say that the if you've never done a co-write before, doing it over FaceTime or social media or whatever is completely different than doing it in person. So it's... Yeah, yeah. it is for sure. Yeah, I remember... I think my very first co-write was actually in person. Um, yeah. And, you know, that was cool. I In-person co-writes are always so much better than, especially with, okay, when you're trying to do like FaceTime or Skype or whatever, and there's more than two people mm-hmm. in the call, oh, it messes with your mind. Because, like, everybody's trying to talk, and then it's, like, lagging, and it's horrible. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, do what you gotta do. And I think it kind of goes to like when you're in person, if there's a moment where nobody says anything, it's not awkward. It's just like everybody's kind of in the moment. Whereas if you're doing it like on a Zoom call, if somebody goes silent, it's just kind of awkward. It's a little (laughs) awkward. And then like you mentioned, internet lagging, people talking over everyone. Yeah, yep, it, exactly. it's a completely different animal. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll kind of moving forward as you prepare for the release of your music video, do you have a date in mind for that yet? Or is that to be determined? That is still to be determined. I'm hoping within the next month for sure. Okay. Before so. Christmas, that sounds... Yeah. Sounds like a good time to uh, release a music video about a about an ex, essentially. Yeah, happy Merry Christmas. I almost said Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, uh, and then um, getting ready to go back into the studio. Are you kind of at a point where you're starting to look at shows for 2021, like in-person shows for 2021, or is because everything kind of spiked again and you're going? Um, a lot of places are going back into lockdown yeah um i mean there's some shows that are scheduled from rescheduled Mm -hmm. from this year like i was supposed to open for the marshall tucker band this past year but that got rescheduled for um i want to say july of next year so i'm just i'm happy that that's still on i was so sad when that got canceled um but anyways yeah that's on and then there's probably gonna be more i'm guessing that was the crazy thing because there was a lot of bands and musicians that had like a that one big show that they were all looking forward to and then it got canceled and it's like yeah i don't care what else happens yeah like especially with like south by like there's south by southwest there was a lot of musicians that i knew that it finally that had been trying to get into like official south by southwest and then they finally got in and then it got canceled and they're like, well, we're not rescheduling. You'll just ha- kind of have to go through the process again. And it's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
But, oh, it's tough. And then, the, like, the international acts, a lot of them that couldn't make their trips over, they lost a lot of that money, and it's, like... Right. Well, and there was people who, you know, were on tour overseas. Like, I know Kaylee Hanick, for example, she was in, I want to say, like, Germany or something like that, yeah. some somewhere in Europe. Um, and she had, like, just gotten there, and then she had to fly back, like, yeah. that same day because, you know... Yeah, because... Yeah. Is there so. um, one place that you haven't had a chance to play yet that you'd really like to? Oh, there's a lot of places. Um, I'd say like my top, I would love to perform at the Red Rock Amphitheater mm -hmm. in Colorado. That's, I went there one time, um, not for a concert or anything. I just like hiked up there. Yeah. Um, but that was freaking cool. Um, so there, and then, you know, like, my dream is always to play like at the Grand Ole Opry, yeah. like the Ryman and all that. And I would, I would love to go to Europe. Like that's always been a huge, like bucket list thing for me. Um, so there's still so much that I haven't done that I, I hope I get to well, do. Luckily, you're still very, very young, so you have <laughs> right. a lot of time yeah. to get it to get it accomplished. You know, yeah. and you know, it just kind of seeing a lot of musicians that I started following when we started doing live and amplified five years ago and seeing where they were then at where they are now. It's just like five, give it five years, see where you're at. Crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's I, I remember uh, Billy strings. Uh, I saw him in concert in 2017 and he was just this young little hippie looking kid with with his uh boot cut tie-dye uh, blue jeans playing mm -hmm. bluegrass music and then last or was it last month he's doing a live stream at red rocks oh wow yeah so it's just like cool. okay you know it's crazy so like yeah right. you're, you're still young you got plenty of yeah time. Um, yeah but first off i want to thank you so much for giving us the time to sit down and chat um, where can everybody find you online? Where can they find your music? You know, all that fun stuff. Yeah, you can go to my website at kylietrout.com and it has all the links to my socials, which are all at the Kylie Trout. Um, it has all the links to my music and everything. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what's your favorite song to play live? Uh, like original? Yeah, original. Um, or actually no let, let, let's let's rephrase that question you just gave me a better idea what okay. is your go-to cover song go-to cover song mm, probably gunpowder and lead okay. by miranda yeah gotcha that's a good song that's yeah awesome but once again thank you so much for jumping on the podcast i really appreciate it of course um, thanks for having me absolutely uh thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later all right. All right. We are good. Good. Cool. Yep. Thank you.